I'm here again with a Tim talk. Thank you for coming. I'm really excited about this subject. Um, it's entitled Inner Vision. And I talked a lot about our senses in another talk you may have listened to. And the power of our senses taking us deeper into the heart of the earth by by listening and building a relationship with each sense separate from the other and then learning to build, bring them together as one. Our senses are profound. I mean, it's one of the most profound things I could ever imagine that we have these senses. I mean, can you imagine if we didn't have them what it would be like? I don't think I can. And what happens when you have a profound personal relationship with your senses in nature not only do you become an earth caretaker naturally you reclaim your birthright but you go on to a higher level of being a human being you know I'm kind of lose you get a loss for words with this but we call it the next step is the sixth yep you have your five senses and then it's your sixth sense your sixth sense we earth people and schools and things we call it your inner vision some people call it um, your, well, we call it our, your, our inner vision. Some people call it your, not your inner vision, but your intuitive side. Your intuitive side. But I think that's a little bit too simplistic. I think your intuitive side is incredibly powerful, and it's a part of it, but it's more than that. It's more than that. Your inner vision is like a doorway to the unseen world of nature and spirit. And this is not a religious thing, guys. There's no religion to follow here but it's it is important to identify that there could be more to life than just what is physical and i believe there is and if you don't that's perfectly okay it doesn't really matter one of the gifts of free will is you don't have to believe anything you don't want to believe but when you when you take time to be close to nature and you open up and you let your senses take you into your sixth sense your inner vision you feel more. Feelings become profound, which we often in the modern world let go by the wayside or we don't identify the power of feelings as ways that nature and other living beings can communicate to us through feelings and that it's a language. The language of feeling is profound and often quite to the point, quite direct. We don't give it credence. We put it to the side and think of it as just a sideshow. And yet, it's in some ways everything. It tells you what's real, what's not real, what's truth, what's not the truth. And it connects you to the deeper aspects of the world we live in. I personally believe there's so much more. Now, if you ask me exactly to explain it to you, I could talk all day about it. But the truth is, I don't really know. But my feelings, my inner vision which are connected to my feelings, take me to places that I know are deeper than I could ever deal with on my physical level. Now, one way I know something's real, I'll feel it through a um, chill down my neck or a chill in my shoulders or my gut will go a little movement. I'll feel it in my gut or I'll have a feeling up my back or I'll get an all-knowing. I'll just know something is something more. And, and if you asked me to explain it at the moment, I wouldn't be able to do it. 
But I know in my all-knowing part of me, and you all know you have an all-knowing part of you. You just know something is real. You know something is what it is. And yet if someone asked you to explain it, you really would be at a loss for words. But it doesn't mean that it's not real for you. Learning to trust yourself is very important on this. It, 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 it's vital. Don't let other voices or people or ideas come in and mess it up for you. Now, a naysayer might say, well, what if you're wrong? And I would say, I'm not sure you can be wrong. But if you are, so what? Anything you learn in life, you have to be curious. You have to test it. You have to try it. That's how you learn. That's how animals learn, birds learn, bees learn, we learn. You try it, and you practice, and you get better at it. <coughs> so it can be an incredible skill not only to connect deeply with nature and all the living beings in nature, but to connect more deeply with human beings. <coughs> now, I can take it to a very simple, simplistic level. Go back to when you were a kid. Imagine you had this paper to do, this big paper to do for your graduating for high school, and you were getting a ride in with your parent to school. And Or, or imagine another op one for an adult. Imagine you were cooking your coffee in the morning on the stove. It's a gas stove, and um, you got rushed, and you had to jump in the car and take your kid to school, and you're on your way to school. And, you know, this feeling comes in. It, it's, it, something's wrong. You don't know what the heck it is. You're thinking about work. You're thinking about getting your kid to school. You're thinking about traffic. And it's bugging you. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? And Or you're the kid's thinking, what is it? What is it? What? I forgot something. What is it? And all of a sudden, boom, it comes into your consciousness. The stove is still on. I forgot my paper, the kid would say. And you go back and you get the, turn the stove off or get the paper. That's your inner vision on a very mundane way. But it shows you what it is. It's there. And you can practice bringing this alive. The modern world has dumbed us down in a lot of ways. <clears throat> our senses have been dumbed down. Our awareness has been dumbed down. We don't like a lot of what's around us, so we shut down. So hence, we've suffered in that we don't. our inner vision has gone to sleep for a lot of us. Or when it comes up, we simply ignore it and don't trust it. So you've got to work with it. Bring it back alive. Give it life. It's like tending a garden and you have to water a seed and take care of a plant. Take care of it. Practice. Be committed to it. Write down in your journey, journal, what happens. And go back and read it over and over again. And you'll be surprised. There'll come a day. There'll come a day when you will bring it alive again. And you'll just have it. You'll be okay. And then it won't go away. Just tend it like you tend a garden. That's an amazing moment in your life. You might even be able to identify it. You're bringing it back alive within your being. It just went to sleep. You're bringing it back alive. Ho to inner vision. Get out there and do it. Go in. Go within and do it. And know that the best teacher for it is nature, our planet. How else... One of the great ways to speak to a tree is you climb a tree and you get up at the tree and you see it for its beauty and you feel it and you have all your senses involved and then all of a sudden the tree begins to speak to you. And you're going, am I crazy? But you put that crazy thought aside. That is a crazy thought. And you let the tree speak to you through your feeling, through your inner vision. And you keep doing it and pretty soon the whole forest talks. Flowers do that. Many of the greatest shamanic peoples who 
learn what gifts plants offer for healing, the plant would tell them through their inner vision. Water, one of the greatest speakers of all, will tell you about it and the prana that lives within it, the life force within it. It's, it's endless. There are no limits where this can take you. And all of it enhances your life and ultimately makes you an earth caretaker, a more amazing, profound human being. It's reclaiming your birthright. You were meant to have the skill. Society as a whole robbed it from you. No, no big idea behind it, no conspiracy theory. It just happened through the busyness of society. But bring it back alive. It, it is a game changer. Hold to inner vision.